Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, I know what I'm thankful for, um, Bethy. Is it me? Uh-huh. And <laughs> sound effects. Okay. <laughs> oh. Can that be the last time we... Nope. That's a turkey. It sounds... Do you know what? It sounds a little bit like you. <laughs> what? The, now that... Hold on. Let me see. <laughs> see? I told you! Oh my God. Listen again. <laughs> Bethy, tickle me. <laughs> I feel like that's a sound only Welly knows intimately. Yeah, I was going to say, you want to know what sound I make when I'm in the mood? Hey, I say to my husband, hey, Welly. Well, it is a very weird Thanksgiving here. Hello, Rockies. (laughs) We are going to be talking all about um, all sorts of Thanksgiving traditions, what we're grateful for. And I think we're starting a brand new Thanksgiving tradition here on the show today. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Yeah, I I don't I think it could be gross. (laughs) Oh, no. Do I know what's do I know this? A special guest is coming by to make us something brand new. And I don't know how it's going to turn out. Okay. But I do have just one thing to say about it. (laughs) Hello, I'm Ross Matthews. And I'm Ross's bestie since high school, Bethy Hungerford. And even though we live on opposite sides of the country, we talk on the phone every single day. And what do we talk about most? Food. Yes, food. And your non-existent dating life. (laughs) (laughs) But mostly food. I'm a cookbook author. Yeah, you are. And I've taken the reins of my health by cooking every single day. I call them my recipes. They crack the code on delicious food that's actually good for you. And now we're sharing the food-obsessed convos we have every day with all of you. Yep, it's all about food, friends, and fun. This is Hello Recipes. Welcome to a very, very, very grateful. We're so, we're, we are so stuffed full of gratitude. It's almost disgusting, <laughs> but we are so grateful to be here with you on this Thanksgiving week and Bethy and a hello to you. Hello to you. I'm so grateful for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much are you going to eat this year? <laughs> I, I... <laughs> <laughs> you little turkey. Oh, can you please always call me your little turkey? Okay. I always um, really go for it on Thanksgiving. It's just like Halloween. Thanksgiving is a day where I give myself a little pass uh, to really make sure I enjoy myself. I do like the idea of giving yourself a little pass, but I also think if you can sort of stay on track during Thanksgiving, you Mm -hmm. pull ahead you know, of everyone else in the race, yeah. you know, of yourself. Mm-hmm. so I have a trick when I eat at Thanksgiving or these holidays and it ha- helps me through the holiday season where I do a half a scoop, a scoop, a scoop. That's oh, my, yes. my rule for my plate at Thanksgiving. So I do half my plate with like greens and like protein, whether that's sliced turkey or ham or whatever, but half mm-hmm. the plate, just greens and proteins. And then the other half of the place plate 
is a scoop of everything else, a scoop, a scoop, yes. a scoop, a scoop of all the bad stuff, scoop, a scoop, mm-hmm. a scoop, a scoop up. Because then I'm filling up on my protein and my veggies, but I'm mm-hmm. getting scoops of everything else I want. You know what I mean? You still get to enjoy everything. Cause yeah. if you, if you say like, oh, I can't have pumpkin pie, then like, you're going to be, cra- I would be craving pumpkin pie for like the rest of my life. Can I say something so controversial right now? Oh my gosh. Do you not like pumpkin pie? How did you know? <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, well, you really, wow. You, you solved that mystery, Bethy, but no, I don't like pumpkin pie. And I'll, for me, it's not even about the, the spice of it all. I'm not a big pumpkin person. Like I don't stand outside and wait for the pumpkin latte. It's not for me. I don't have a pumpkin loaf. You know, I love cooked squash. I'd rather eat like an actual pumpkin than pumpkin mm-hmm. flavored something. Sure. But um, for me, pumpkin pie, my issue is twofold. One, the texture, it's not for mm-hmm. me. And then two, at the end of Driving Miss Daisy, he feeds her pumpkin pie. And it always kind of grossed me out because it's like on a plastic fork and like, I don't know, feeding someone else pumpkin pie. And I was like, I don't like that. Uh, well, I think I can speak intelligently on pumpkin pie because I just had it last <laughs> night. <laughs> you had pumpkin pie last night? I had two slices of pumpkin pie last night and I have zero regrets did you do a cool whip on top or what do you do with no. topping? So that's how I justified the second piece <laughs> is oh. because <laughs> I don't do whipped cream on it. Cause I'm super lactose intolerant. Sure. Um, so just, just the slice. And do you know where it was from? And you really can't beat it. Costco, a Costco pumpkin pie. It's like six bucks. And it's like the size of a large pizza. You know, listen, I did one time have a bite of a pumpkin cheesecake and that I, cause I love cheesecake and like mm-hmm. just a little bit of those spices throughout was really good. It was a little firmer. I like that. It was, you know, more than, yeah, no, I get how, I get how people don't like the texture. Do you know what it kind of reminds me of? Like when you open like, um, canned dog food, please don't take the joy out of Understood. pumpkin pie. For I me. say no more, say no more. Oh, can I, can we change the subject, please? We, okay, do, have yeah. more com- we do have think more Thanksgiving talk coming up. Yes. But I have to tell you, we start the show every week with the best thing I ate all week. Tell me everything. Okay. So it actually started about, uh, four weeks ago and I know you're like, what? But I had it first four weeks ago. Okay. Uh, and then I just had it again. So we were at, I was at a wedding I was with Drew and my husband and a bunch of our, the people that work with us on the Drew Barrymore show because one of our producers, Sammy Sullivan, um, was marrying her fiance, now husband, John. And it was a stunning Aww. wedding up in, it was like just where Jersey and New York meet. It was like in the woods, right? Mm-hmm. On her father's property. It was raining. It was tented. It was so fabulous. And their love and their pure joy. Hmm was the second most important thing I experienced that day because the number one important thing <laughs> was the food at their wedding. It okay. was extraordinary. Like, oh my so gosh. Extraordinary. Before I tell you what I ate, that was so good. I'm going to backtrack. I'm going to fast forward. At the end, after we had dinner mm-hmm. and there's like the lull and like normally that's when like they'd serve cake. They mm-hmm. had a surprise pizza truck come out. <gasps> I was, was at a wedding that did that surprise pizza like once yes. you had dinner and been drinking a little bit like all of a sudden yep. you're like yes I want what's that called wood fired or stone whatever fired pizza yep. I want that okay mm-hmm. let's go back 
So everyone, great wedding. You go into the reception, the music's on, da, da, and they start bringing out food. Now, most people are like, I'm not worried about the food. I want to go dance and mingle. And I'm like, where's the food? Yep. I love I, a past, uh, past hors d'oeuvre. Well, these weren't past hors d'oeuvres. Cause I already, oh. I already spot, I spotted the hors d'oeuvres earlier and I saw the door where they were coming out and I camped over there. So they'd be hot and they'd come to me first. But I'm this so is like, proud of you. Thank you. The sign seating and they bring out like, it's like family style, which I love. I love a family love, style. Love, love. And it starts with salad and everyone's talking I'm like, no, one's going to try a salad, but I was starving. So I'm like, let me get in the salad. And it was a Caesar. Um, but I just, okay. I could kind of tell, and I just scoop it up and I put it on my plate. And everyone's talking and I take a bite of the salad and the dressing is so good. I couldn't even believe it. There's like everything bagel seasoning in the Caesar dressing. And then there's, there's a crouton. Now I don't go for croutons that much. I try to avoid them, but you always have yeah. one. I pop this crouton in my mouth. It was the crouton of my life. Oh, I need more information. It was not a bread, a bread piece of bread crouton. Before I tell you what it was, I want you to know Meat? how <gasps> I wanted, I want you to tell you, I want to tell you how I responded to the, the salad and the crouton of my life. Okay. As everyone around me at my table is in, enraptured in conversation with yep. each other. I proceed to yell, stop. <laughs> everyone stop. You did not. Did you really? This is not a joke. Wellington looks at me, he's like, going on and I'm like I need everyone to stop and Drew's still talking and I go Drew I need you to stop talking she goes what and I shoved a fork in her face filled with the bite the perfect bite of salad and she yeah. looked at me like I was nuts and then she took a bite she trusts me you know I would do the yeah. same thing to you and she yep. put it in her mouth and she and she goes that's the best thing I've ever eaten and I was like <gasps> you're welcome then everybody digs in the salad and they're like that is the best thing I've ever eaten so we track down the chef and he's coming on the Drew Barrymore show what and we actually just taped it and I had it I learned how to make it and I ate the salad again it's the best thing I've ever had are you ready for this I'm hold on can I just guess is it a chicken crouton nope not me Turn it. okay go ahead go ahead what do you think it is it's not parmesan it's not parmesan anchovies not anchovy i have no idea it is a homemade tater tot crouton no tater what yes homemade, i need more information tell me more crisp caramelized on the outside and like hot gooey it almost the consistency of like a fresh crispy cream because it was like gooey on the inside homemade was it a, um, like a croquette? What are you uh, not understanding about a <laughs> homemade tater tot? And I have been a proud, I've been on the front lines fighting for the tater tot community for a long time. You I've, have. I've always said it's the most underappreciated potato product. Mm -hmm. you, you, have you, I, you have always said that. I, in true. the lunchroom in Mount Vernon High School in the mm -hmm. 90s, Bethy, I was saying that. You were, I, I won't take that away from you. You have always said it. Pioneer, hero. I don't know. I can't say that. That's for the history books to decide. <laughs> that and buffets. <laughs> I, I do love buffets. And buffets. Thank you. I've been a, been a proud leader on the uh, front lines of both of those fights. But yes, so it was a tater tot crouton on this side. The best, what I'm telling you, savory, crunchy on the outside, but still like mushy, almost like mashed potato on the inside of it, hot the best thing. And then I remembered that I, I actually made a note about something pre this salad, 
pre before okay. having the salad, I made a note to talk to you about on the show. I had an idea at dinner one night. Okay. I was having a Greek salad. Okay. We are at a Greek restaurant. And of course we got falafels for the table. And I thought Beautiful. to myself, I need to create a Greek salad <gasps> with little tiny falafel, falafel croutons. Yes. And that is what I'm thankful for. I'm telling you. <laughs> how genius is that little falafel crouton? That's pretty GD genius. Thank you so much in a Greek salad. Yeah, I love I love it. I love it. And you can make it for me next time I come visit. Well, you got to make it together first. First things first, I got to figure out how to make a falafel. <laughs> I've no made idea. it from scratch before. It's just blending up a bunch of stuff, making balls, frying them up. I feel like I just need to like really research how to do it because it, I, I like shoot for falafel and just make awful. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Well, I, I don't know. Oh, what about this? What about a falafel stuffing for Thanksgiving? What? You what? could do a Greek themed Thanksgiving yeah. with, yeah, falafel, yeah falafel. falafel stuffed. Yeah. Turkey. I'm curious, Bethy, is there something as we approach the big Thanksgiving dinner, is there something, if you could fill, finish this sentence for me, mm -hmm. it is not Thanksgiving unless I get to eat. Well, my answer is boring, but it's, it's honest stuffing. Okay. Stuffing. Yeah. Yeah. It's what the you... best thing on the table. I don't need the turkey. I don't need the like bread, the stuffing and cranberry sauce. And I'm good. Now talk to me about stuffing. Do you like the stuffing that's made outside of the turkey or the stuff that's made inside stuffed in and then in, in its um, innards? I don't, do people make stuffing stuffed turkeys anymore? I thought it was like dangerous. I don't know, but if it's dangerous, I want to live on the edge. You know what I mean? I, it, to be fair, it can be in or out of the turkey. I don't care. I grew up eating Pepperidge Farm stuffing because my mom, God bless her, was not a cook. Well, you know, and now that you say that, I honestly have never made stuffing inside the turkey. I think it's maybe a childhood thing. I, I actually prefer it outside of, of because I like how the crunchy crispy. crispy on the top. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, God, I do love stuffing. I love when there's sausage in the stuffing. I don't mind when there's like an apple, like something sweet in it too. I know mm -hmm. that's going to rub people the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Um, I do put, well, my favorite thing, my, to finish the sentence mm -hmm. is a great companion to your stuffing. I don't think it's Thanksgiving unless I'm eating gravy. Oh, my grandma made giblets gravy. Wow. She would boil all of the innards that come with the turkey, uh -huh. but like that little bag that you like pick up with your little pincher fingers and throw away. All right. Yeah. I'm, would... I'm close. Keep, keep going. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> come on. You, you know, this what I like. I talk about it all day. <laughs> <laughs> and then she boil the heck out of the innards and the neck and like, the, anything that comes inside the turkey, she'd boil that and then make gravy out of that. And I cannot make it because it would make me vom a little bit, but I do love eating it. Those innards just add a je ne sais quoi to a gravy. I have never had an innard gravy, but I, or that I know of, I mean, giblet I just had, like, gravy. A giblet giblet. gravy. 
Um, I do like, uh, I just like the, you know, my mom made a great gravy. I don't know how to do it really. You know, I guess you just flour and fat and oil and stir and add salt and pepper and all of that. I feel like there's somebody who comes to Thanksgiving, who's the gravy maker. And we always say, okay, now go get Sally. It's time to make the gravy or go get Joseph. I used to uh, have like a catered Thanksgiving when my mom would come down to Palm Springs. I'd always have to pick it up and I'd have everything ready. And she'd be like, okay, great. And it'll, I would always get like gravy, extra gravy. And she'd be mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm, okay, you can serve that. I'm going to make some gravy too. Aww. And she would just refuse to even try the gravy from the plate. And she would just make her own. And the truth is hers was better anyway. Yeah. Always. Of course Very it was. special thing. I know. Well, we are um, going to be talking about lots more Thanksgiving come up, in ter- including, I think, a brand new classic Thanksgiving side. Now, our Rasa peeps on the Facebook group have been talking about their favorite Thanksgiving oh my items. Bethy, what what are the Rasa peeps saying? So we asked this same question to the Rasa peeps, and we got all sorts of really fun answers. A lot of classic answers, like I gave you, and then I have a little list. Okay, throw them, throw them to me. Go. Which okay. one? What did the, what did the Rasa peeps say? Uh, so Diane Casey likes says that it's not Thanksgiving without Nana's chocolate cream pie. Now that, that I can get down with chocolate cream pie. Okay. All right, Nana, mm-hmm. do your thing. Lisa BD says mom's cheese ball and taco dip. Cheese, taco dip. Cheese ball. And are those two separate items? It's not a cheese. Oh, ball yes. Che- so it's a cheese ball period and yep. taco dip because a cheese ball taco dip sounds good too. I have to say I'm game for a cheese ball taco dip. Do you know what I love when it comes to cheese ball is the port wine cheese yes, ball? I made that last year. What? I, ma- I made it because my grandma always used to bring one to Thanksgiving or Christmas or like any big celebration. She'd always make one and bring it. And when I was stuck in London for 12 years and tried to like have a semblance of, you know, homeliness and family when I didn't have that, um, I would try to make things like that. So I made a port wine cheese ball and it was a hit. My, what do you, what do you do? Do you have to melt the cheese and then let it re-solidify? How do you do that? You know, I don't even remember. I just remember drinking the rest of the port, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) roll, trying to roll it in, um, rolling the whole cheese ball in, what is that called? Nuts. Oh, Yes. Uh, sliced almonds. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. yeah. It was great. I know why you don't remember how you made it is because you finished all that port that happened. Yeah. All right. What else yeah. are they saying in the Facebook group? Okay. Then we've got coleslaw in lasagna says Kathy L. Interesting. Interesting. I wonder here's if that's like that's... an Italian family thing. Hmm. Maybe. Um, here's one that's interesting and more classic. Becky B says turkey and oyster dressing. Turkey. Have you ever had this oyster dressing oysters so in the dressing? I've heard of oyster dressing and I actually looked it up. Cause I was like, what if we start talking about oysters and dressing and it's not actually oysters. It's just called that for some bizarre, like, reason. like no. oyster crackers, right? Yeah. Thank you very much. You're welcome yeah. very much. Yeah. Although those are shaped like oysters. No, they're not. Why you got it? What? What? Something okay. fishy about that. <laughs> um, oh, okay. So. Deb S says Kansas corn. And I looked it up and I think she's referring to Kansas corn. Uh, there was a word for it. Scallop. K- 
Kansas Kansas corn corn. scallop, which is like creamed corn. Oh, wow. I love a cream corn. Uh, I wonder if this Kansas corn is different than cream corn. Can you, what's her name? Kansas Katie. What's her name? Deb S. Deb S from Kansas. Can you follow up? And I'm going to call you, you mind if I call you Katie? Follow up with, no, wait. (laughs) Kansas corn is well listen we're going to keep this conversation going so uh if you uh want to go into the Facebook group you can let us know what you'll be having this Thanksgiving also post some pictures in there send them our way or tag us on Instagram we're at hello Ross pod now Bethy I know it's time for our ingredient of the week so you're going to give mm-hmm. us a clue right now and then we're going to guess and when we come back from the break you're going to let us know what it is what is a clue for our ingredient of the week it is perhaps the best ingredient ever. That's the clue. That's the clue. Anything more specific? It's yummy. One more one more hint. And salty. Salty, yummy, <laughs> and the best ingredient ever. Uh no freaking clue. <laughs> Uh, I assume it may have something to do with Thanksgiving. We'll all find out together when we come back. (laughs) But first, we announced our recipes hotline last week. And this week, you've all got a lot to say. Here's what you need at your Thanksgiving dinner. Hey, Ross and Bethy. This is Joey, longtime fan. And I'm excited about the new recipes podcast. But the one thing I can't live without at Thanksgiving is definitely pumpkin pie. The one catch, though, is it has to be completely covered in whipped cream. That's the best part. A little bit of pie with my whipped cream. And I wish you and all the Ross Peeps a very happy Thanksgiving. Hi, Ross Peeps. It's Michelle from Chicago. I have a controversial like uh, for Thanksgiving. I like green bean casserole. There, I said it. Um, I love it. Um, I make mine a little bit different. I make mine more beany per se. I use two cans of beans to one can of the soup. So um, it's not super uh, soupy, but um, I'm proud to say that I like green green casserole. Love you guys. Bye. Hi, Ross. This is Ava Marie from South San Francisco, California, A. I am a food blogger and award-winning cook from the Bay Area, and I am a fan of you from the Tonight Show uh, with Jay Leno when you're an intern, and I am um, love you even more on the Drew Barrymore Show. I learned to cook at age 13, learning from my mom and my aunt, Flora. But sometimes I always make sure to have um, a side dish, a vegetable, and I always make my own cranberry sauce. It's okay to have seconds on Thanksgiving. Happy recipes. Bye-bye. Hello, Ross and Bevy. This is Clint from Texas. My favorite uh, Thanksgiving staple is my cabbage casserole. It's so delicious, so creamy, except it gives you gas. Anyway, I love the new podcast. And uh, yeah, love you guys. Bye. See, it's not scary. Give the Rossipi Hotline a call at 917-791-0355. That's 917-791-0355. Oop, I gotta go get that. 
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Welcome back to the show, Bethy. We're all on our the edge of our seats trying to figure out what the ingredient of this week is. It is a Thanksgiving-inspired ingredient. This is mm-hmm. what I know so far. Thanksgiving-inspired. Uh, I know you said it's the best ingredient of all time. Yes. Uh, which was a beautiful hint. Thank you for that. Really helped narrow mm-hmm. it down. <laughs> you, in, in addition, you also helped us by telling us it is salty mm-hmm. and yummy. Uh huh. Okay, so I've narrowed it down to forty-two billion ingredients. <laughs> okay, here's another hint. What? I. It is the main ingredient of my Thanksgiving turkey. Oh, main ingredient of your Thanksgiving turkey? Okay, it's not the main ingredient. It's the the main ingredient in addition to the turkey. What main ingredient in addition to turkey? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. So I take, I take these cheese. clues are terrible. These are terrible clues. Terrible. Well, how boring it, how boring would it have been if I just told you what it was? You're yeah, but the whole, point of, the whole point of clues is that it helps me figure it out. You're just, you should things. be figuring it out. Why do you presume it's the clues problem and not the figure outers problem? I think it's the clue givers problem. Oh. Probably. What is the ingredient <laughs> of the week? When I make my Thanksgiving turkey, I get cheesecloth and I dip it into sherry and melted butter. I'm sorry. So butter is the ingredient of the week. Yummy. Butter. Salty. Best ingredient ever. Understood. Those are fair clues. Okay. And right? you dip cheesecloth into butter uh-huh. and sherry. Yep. And then or what? any alcohol, but sherry just adds a lovely kind of floral flavor for and me. What do you do with the cheesecloth? <clears throat> then you lay it over the turkey. You put it to bed. You like completely cover the turkey. You tuck you, it in. You tuck it. That's the word I was like. You tuck it in. You and tuck it into the cheesecloth. Now I'm concerned that our skin isn't getting crispy on the turkey when oh, you're roasting it. Oh, it is getting crispy <laughs> wow i didn't know how serious you took it well well congratulations that's a i wonder how people everyone makes their turkey different i see people mm-hmm. wrap theirs in bacon and this i, I i'm curious I, I want everyone to tell us and please do we said this post pictures of uh what you're making this thanksgiving specifically the mm-hmm. turkey i want to see how you all do it post it in the recipes facebook group if you're a member like the thousands of people in there then you know how fun it is if you aren't yet a member girl just go to wait like what are you waiting for go to facebook type in recipes what do i have to do it for you i'm exhausted okay it's thanksgiving mm-hmm. He's <laughs> do busy. it Come on. Uh, but you know, I bet our guest this week has a turkey recipe or two up her sleeve. She mm-hmm. is quite the cook and she is quite the sensation. 
on social media. On TikTok, she has just about a million a million yeah. followers are <laughs> she is huge she's on tiktok she's on instagram her real name is amber estenson but you may know her as the midwestern mom and we know her as our guest this week please welcome from where is she i don't even know where she's she's in minnesota minnesota amber estenson the midwestern mom are you there I'm here. Oh, hi there. Oh, oh my God. I can't believe I am so, I'm such a fan of yours on TikTok. I really like, I followed you forever. And then I find out that you and Bethy known each other for a long time. Yeah. Over 10 years. We went to um, college together uh, at Johns Hopkins. How Mm crazy. Did you know that? And I knew she was, and she was your friend and I had no idea, Bethy. How crazy (laughs) is this? Yeah, no, I know. And I like, I just collect famous friends. That's what yeah. I do. Uh, of course. Well, <laughs> Amber Estenson, the at the Midwestern Mom on TikTok. That, and that, that, that sorry, yeah. at that That's Midwestern okay. Mom on TikTok and Instagram, a sensation. Um, I have to say, I love your videos because your personality is it like bursts through the screen. And I can tell mm-hmm. that you love food. You love like the lifestyle, the kitchen lifestyle, if you will. I, yes. I just saw you like unwrap antique dishes that you got that were like your grandma's or your mom's or something. I just yeah. love your enthusiasm for all things cooking. Yep, absolutely. And it's not, I think it's more than the food. It's it's more about like the gathering and the people that come to eat the food. Cause I mean, let's face it, Midwestern food's a little bit simple. So it's really about feeding all of the people. Cause you know, to say, I love you in Midwestern is G yet. <laughs> Did you eat yet? <laughs> um, but I it's think- one word, G yet? Did you eat yet? Now listen, I do love it's about the Midwest. I I I love the hot dish. Um, I love. I go to Minneapolis a lot. Uh, Tater tots. I feel like is a uh, one of it's a food group there, and that's why I love it. In fact, you know, on our first episode, I talked about my Nana's potatoes um, and and how much I love that. The recipe, (laughs) by the way, is uh, on uh, recipes.com. If you click on the knife and fork, it's hidden. It's the best thing I've ever eaten. You said, you told Bethy, you make something like this, but it's called something else? Yeah, it's called funeral potatoes. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's what you make to bring to a funeral when somebody dies? Uh, Pretty much. Or there's just so much butter and cholesterol in there. You know, I better be careful. We also yeah. call them party potatoes. <laughs> party potatoes. How do you make your funeral potatoes? Um, almost exactly like you, although of course my grandma would be rolling in her grave if she knew about, you know, the spicy green chilies. But Thank that you. has been a suggestion <laughs> over the years that I've been making them. But we start with cream of chicken soup or cream of something soup. Everybody has a different opinion of which one it should be. It's not rocket science, just choose one. Um, lots of sour cream, lots of cheese, milk, uh, lots of butter. Um, I always do shredded potatoes, but like you said, other people like O'Brien potatoes and then other people suggested use the O'Brien potatoes with the peppers in them as well. Yeah, I love those um, ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the secret ingredient is the cornflakes on top, I think. But the Wisconsinites came into the chat and they were like, no, you have to use sour cream and cheddar potato chips. Oh, gosh, that would be amazing, too. It That's works. really You have to do it halfway idea. through, though. They burn faster than the than the cornflakes do. <laughs> Thank you for that hot tip. Leave it to at that Midwestern mom to know what she's talking about. I'm going to make it one time. <laughs> I'm going to make it like that. I'm going to use cream of chicken, I think, and I'm going to do the, the uh, sour cream and cheddar chips on top. Put them on halfway through so they don't burn. Listen, this yes, is the kind nice. of wisdom we go to you for. When you mm-hmm. started your TikTok, any, any idea that you would be at nearly a million followers? No. 
None whatsoever. I, I, when I, and you know, when I started my TikTok, I didn't start it with the idea of like, I'm going to be a content creator. It all happened accidentally. Um, and it was just one salad. I posted Watergate salad. Um, lots of people call it the green stuff or pistachio fluff salad. Can you and talk us through that real quick? What, now, what is it? Yes. It is, water, it is the Watergate simplest salad. salad. Um, it's green pistachio pudding mixed into a can of crushed pineapple. Um, no milk, no nothing. It just goes right into the can of pineapple with the juice and everything. And you whip that around, throw in a tub of Cool Whip. Um, lots of people do colored marshmallows or white marshmallows. Lots of people put in maraschino cherries and nuts. Like that's basically it. It's it's putting pineapple in Cool Whip, sometimes marshmallows, sometimes nuts, sometimes cherries. Um, I put cherries in it at Christmas because then it's green and red. <laughs> Cute. And it's called, the title, the name of it is a, is a Watergate salad. Now, when does the salad come in? <laughs> whenever you want it to honey <laughs> well no, it's, it's actually not dessert. it's not okay it's it, it's not one of your the healthier greens there's no kale in this water uh, no absolutely no not. but i yeah. so but uh it's actually the perfect segue into why i wanted you on this week of course i was excited to have you on and um i have an idea for you down the line i want to pitch you but um, I wanted you to come on because I've seen you make a lot of jello salad, pudding, uh, pudding salad, that sort of thing, cool whip salads. Now, la last week, Bethy and I got into sort of like a debate about what is ambrosia. I always mm -hmm. thought it was like a jello sort of mold with stuff with cream in it, whipped cream and all that. Bethy said no jello. We researched, it's not really any jello. I was kind of wrong. Um, and the, the Facebook groupers had a lot to say with it. Where do you stand on ambrosia? I've never made it, but um, of course I've eaten probably. Yeah. And, and what is it? Make, a ton. Yeah, when I make my ambrosia, people call it five cup salad. Ambrosia is really old because it's pre-Cool Whip. Um, so everybody's like, oh no, you need to add Cool Whip. But Cool Whip was invented in 1965. Yes, I had to look up these facts. A lot of people do like a can of fruit cocktail drained, of course, but I like drained uh, pineapple and mandarin oranges, a cup of sour cream, coconut, uh, marshmallows, the colored, the fancy colored ones. Ambrosia has to have the fancy colored marshmallows. That's what sets it aside from the other ones. Okay, good yeah. to know. Thank you, uh, obviously. Cherries. Some people add nuts, some people don't. Um, but other people told me that they do whipped cream. Um, but really, ambrosia has been uh, in, especially if you talk to Californians, because Californians really don't understand Midwestern culture. My Californian friends just call it all ambrosia. Yes, yeah, so that's where that's where I yeah. am. Is that to yeah. me? It was a jello mold with stuff in it, ambrosia with with whipped cream. But that yeah. that I was so wrong. So how do well? You... And ambrosia just means food of the gods. <laughs> Obviously, does it really. Uh, it does. Yeah. It really does. It really does. Yeah, and uh, so it's just a fluffy dessert, fun salad but to me it has to have the colored marshmallows cream of some sort coconut it always has had coconut in it when anybody called it ambrosia well, in my area of the world whether or not they used vanilla pudding whether or not they used jello whether or not um because some people will do jello and cottage cheese that's the basis of a lot of salads in the midwest mm -hmm. um and then just whatever flavor you want and whatever fruit you want and they'll still call that ambrosia i think if it has marshmallows and coconut in it and cream of some sort you can call it ambrosia can i just take a slight left turn and say that even with all of these discussions you have been on a health journey oh yeah i know <laughs> yeah. You know, wait, 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 with even yeah. with watergate salad what's your journey yeah, been? You know, with, 
Um, I, oh gosh, it's been two years now. Becky and I live very parallel lives. I don't talk about it on the internet a whole lot. I allude to it a lot. Um, I did get a divorce. Um, I was told I was getting a divorce around May 1st of 2021. Mm, Um, and I had recently, uh, fallen off a ladder, hanging my Christmas lights and ruptured two discs in my lower spine. Um, and like the, the nucleus of the desk exited and it was pressing on my sciatic nerve. I could hardly move my left leg. And I was like, okay, um, nobody's coming to rescue me. So I guess I have to rescue myself. And so I just got into the pool for like an hour a day, however much I could swim. That's how much I swam. Um, and really the the basis of my health journey was getting my mental health um, kind mm-hmm. of fixed because mm-hmm. I had been misdiagnosed with every mental health issue under the sun and it was ADHD and mm-hmm. women notoriously do not get diagnosed with ADHD. So once I got that under control um, uh, and then just... I think it was the I think it was the boost of self-esteem that the TikTok created and the social media created. And then all of a sudden I have sponsors and all of a sudden people are like asking my opinion of what clothing I'm wearing. Like I that had never happened to me. And people JC say Penny. all the time. Yeah, JC Penny. <laughs> Do you wear a lot of JC Penny? So this is all JC Penny. <laughs> cute, cute. You look great. <laughs> Well, you know, this one is just to look like my mom, you know, but yeah, she's wearing like a cute cardigan with a little pearl and a little cami. You know what? It's so interesting. I I love what you said that your health journey started with your mental health, because I Mm -hmm. think any health journey, whether it's physical, mental, whatever, it's all going to start with, with mental because weight loss, that health, your your physical health really is, is 90% mental. Absolutely. It's about making the decision, yeah. clearing everything out yeah. of your way, feeling like you deserve it, yeah. choosing well, that, every day, yeah. something good for you. And so that is such an important point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it really was, you know, after the divorce happened, it was like, oh, I have to choose myself occasionally. I can't mm-hmm. put everybody else's needs in front of mine because otherwise you can't pour from an empty cup. And that was absolutely mm-hmm. what my issue was. Um, <laughs> well, I, I think that's so relatable and so interesting. And exactly what we're talking about is trying to get love our food um, and love mm-hmm. ourselves and be on some sort of yeah. journey where they're living parallel uh together but right you can you can do that they're not mutually exclusive loving yourself and yeah. loving food you can live in a, in a world where you're doing that you can eat ambrosia if you want i hope people are making ambrosia like i think ambrosia needs to come back um because i wasn't super clear on what it was so i challenge you amber estenson at the mid that midwestern mom on tiktok and instagram i challenge you right here right now to come up with some sort of new groundbreaking ambrosia recipe on the spot and i'm i'm going to throw something in there you list uh, cool whip marshmallows maraschino cherries coconut to me it's too sweet i feel like i would need a nap after smelling it so i'm wondering if you could throw something savory in there for me as we create a brand new version of ambrosia people can start dishing up this thanksgiving could you throw like a pretzel in if you made a version for us Oh, yeah. All right, Amber, let's do it. Are you up to this challenge right now on the spot to create a brand to redefine Ambrosia for a new generation? (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. Okay, walk us through. This is very exciting. Oh, God. Walk us through step by step. What are you doing? Hit it. Um, well, um, I have my whipped cream or my cool whip, obviously. Um, which is thawing and um, my softened cream cheese. So so the ingredients for this salad, um, you have to smash them. Um, we're gonna take pretzels, but we're gonna smash the pretzels oh. because you're gonna mix it with 
butter because you know Thanksgiving, and that's Bethy's uh, food of the week. Is butter. It is our, it is our um, ingredient of the week. Yeah, so we have to smash pretzels. I get out my um, rolling pin. Oh. And we smash those Minnesota nice feelings like we've been stifling them for 30 years. <laughs> oh my God, let's get our aggression out. I want you to smash those pretzels like you've never smashed anything before. She smash has a pretzels. rolling pin out. Oh, she's going crazy on those pretzels. <laughs> and uh, the craziest look in her eyes. Oh my gosh, Amber. We would also smash up the pecans. You can put any nuts in there that you want. I happen to have pecans because it's Thanksgiving time, so everything has pecans in it, I think. So eight ounces of softened cream cheese. And you know, make all sure right. you bring out the biggest Tupperware container that you have that all of our mothers own. You just drop that whole square of cream cheese into that big Absolutely. Tupperware bowl. We're gonna mix that up with our electric mixer. Ooh, she got an electric mixer out now. Okay, so it gets all whipped up. It's all nice and whipped up and it should be soft. You can't, you can't, you know, whip up cream cheese unless it's soft. Oh, um, speak for yourself. Hey. <laughs> and then we're gonna, we're gonna fold in some Cool Whip. You've now mixed an entire container of Cool Whip into your whipped up uh, cream, cheese. Uh, cream cheese. Okay, now what do we do? This yeah. is really the base of our ambrosia, right? This is the base of our ambrosia, and the base of all ambrosia is usually something fluffy and something sweet. The recipe that I'm thinking of calls for sugar. Um, I don't think it needs it. The nuts and the pretzels that I did, I have smashed them. Okay, mm -hmm. so we went back to smashing them. We poured half a cup of butter on them, melted butter, with about a half a cup of brown, like light brown sugar, and you oh. just kind of mix it up. You press it down onto a baking sheet and you bake it and it gets really crispy. Oh, wow. Um, so you did that with the pretzels. A little butter on, a little brown sugar, yeah. press it down, bake it, and it gets crunchy. Ooh, how long do you bake it? Uh, eight minutes. And don't forget it because brown sugar burns really easily as I accidentally learned multiple times. <laughs> what temperature? <laughs> uh, 400 or maybe 400. 375. Maybe that's why it's burning. <laughs> okay. And yep. now you're cutting up strawberries. I am cutting up strawberries, and I would like to do two pounds of strawberries, but remember, um, in the Midwest, we feed a lot of people. Um, another very, very uh, typical strawberry slash fruit topping in, in Minnesota is a can of marshmallow cream. The marshmallow, I the whip. Okay, I love marshmallow cream. Uh, peanut butter. Nutella. You make a fluffernutter sandwich. Yep. Ross, have you had a fluffernutter? Um... <laughs> I feel like I have, but not the sandwich. Okay. <laughs> peanut, peanut butter? Your face is very calculated. How dirty do we want to make this? Exactly. No, I feel like it's something I'd done on a date before, but there was no oh sandwich involved. <laughs> Two pounds of strawberries in our Philadelphia cream cheese. And cool it. Fluff with some vanilla. So the most important part of this is don't mix in your pretzel stuff right away until you're about to serve it because you don't want it to get soggy. Okay, so dishes up the most perfect bowl of the, you know, Ross and Bethy and that Midwestern mom's new classic ambrosia. All right, here we go. Oh, and you're crunching them on top. And sweet and crunchy. Yum. All right, now I want you to try this for the first time. We haven't tested this recipe yet, but this is uh, soon to be a new holiday classic. So describe what it looks like, Bethy, as we are looking at it. It, it looks like, it looks like a bowl of ice cream. All right. Yeah. So, it okay, almost... so I'm scooping up a big old piece of strawberry, 
with a bunch of the the creaminess on top of it and the yeah. crunchy pretzel um, pecans. I hope this works. Mmm. <laughs> tell me everything so just good. describe it in detail um forgetting the sugar was absolutely the best thing to do ever oh my gosh it's so good it's not too sweet at all the the, the pretzels are kind of sweet and savory at the same time i'm trying to think if there's a way to rossify it i would say if you wanted to yeah. you could do a greek yogurt with some honey mm -hmm. mixed in you could oh. do some strawberries and then some sort of granola topping would be divine. And I'm thinking it would be mm -hmm. a it would be ambrosia adjacent if you wanted to live that yep. kind of life. Okay? You could even do pretzels on top of that Greek yogurt yeah. thing. Yes, that's yes. it. That's it. Screw the granola. Do the pretzels. Yeah. Do pretzels on top. Yeah. The Listen, pretzels don't need to whip. Yeah. What are you gonna do with all that leftover ambrosia back there in that big Tupperware bowl? <laughs> Um, well, my mom is the hairdresser on Main Street, which is another reason why I do my hair like this. You know, I'm rocking the like um, Kitty Foreman from that 70s show or Rose Island from the Golden Girls. That's what everybody thought I looked like when I first started my TikTok. <laughs> so we started doing my hair like that. My mom's been a hairdresser on Main Street of our tiny town for 45 years, I think. And so Saturday morning, you know, all those little old ladies got to come in and get their washing sets. And they've been coming for years and years and years. And they all know each other. This is their social hour. So if mom pulls out a jello salad or an ambrosia salad for them to eat, they'll just be thrilled tomorrow. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, so they'll you, eat it at 9 a.m. <laughs> you are going to bring that ambrosia to the women in the salon tomorrow morning. I love that. I absolutely love that. And I love you, Amber. And I have uh, I have an idea. And feel free to say no to me. I've been rejected before. <laughs> I can't. Look at that face. What is None. your skincare routine? Oh my, my gosh. My skincare routine? Oh, I'll tell you. Yes. I rub, I smear ambrosia on it every oh, morning you can just rub it on your face i do love you amber and i wanted to ask you this would you consider being our official midwestern correspondent for hello recipes really really i would love to come back to you on the regular to find out what's the hottest dish in the midwest <laughs> how they make the things in the midwest um, what what we can learn from how people eat in the Midwest. Would you be, and I haven't asked anybody to be a correspondent yet. You are the very first one. Would you consider it? And I'll tell you, the pay is terrible. <laughs> it sure does. You know, so is TikTok. So it's fine. <laughs> right? Could Would you want to add that to your repertoire of achievement, life achievements? Life achievements. Absolutely, darling. If that means I get to have Bethy on the phone and you on the phone more often, um, and it's an excuse to do it. Absolutely. <laughs> well, then consider yourself hired. So not only are you that Midwestern mom with a million subscribers nearly on TikTok and Instagram, you are now the official Midwest correspondent for Hello Recipes. I could not be more honored to have you. Thank you, my love. <laughs> well, thank you. Likewise. Likewise. And look what collide. We, yeah, yes. From <laughs> Bethy's family, my fandom of you. And now we are all family here on Hello Recipes. Thank you so much for creating a brand new holiday classic side dish the the hello recipe ambrosia thank you so much <laughs> everybody follow amber essenson on social media at that midwestern mom you'll find out why a million people do because you are just absolutely authentically you and your zest for life is contagious thank you so much amber thank you ross that's so sweet all right much more with you uh and much more show coming up right after this I love that she's going back in for another bite. Uh, That's my girl. I think, I think this is going to be my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome.
welcome back to the program. Um, I am sort of still drooling over that ambrosia. I would do a scoop a scoop of that. Hello. <laughs> Same. And big thanks to Amber Estenson. Uh, follow her at that Midwestern mom. All right, Bethy, it's time for our Rasa Peep of the week. Okay, we've got Sarah J is our Rasa Peep of the week. So she was a fan of an old podcast you used to do. A straight Talk. She- Straight talk with Ross, which we have a lot of straight talkers in our Facebook group. And Sarah is one of them. She has been on a health journey inspired by you, Ross. And she says that she's told you in the past that she has lost chins. Thanks to you. Chins. Um, Chins. Ah, I love that. I think you You should measure. I think you should measure your weight loss, not so much in pounds, but honestly, in chins and jeans that you uh, now fit into. That is so much more important than the number on the scale. But even when I'm at my skinniest, I still have girl. Hello. Okay, but the reason we are having Sarah as our Ross Peep of the week is because she has shared some turkey information. Go, turkey information, go. Fried turkey. Fried turkey, my God. Fried turkey. Okay, and you guys, we will share these photos because it is, <laughs> ins- <laughs> Jesus, that scared me. <laughs> Why does that scare you? <laughs> what did a turkey ever do to you? Well, I, I have been chased <laughs> by turkeys. Oh my Wait, what did Sarah say? She posted pictures and a video of how she fries her turkey and she wraps it in bacon. She, let's see, she says she does a a dry rub with cumin and Cajun and salt and pepper, garlic, onion powder. And then she freaking fries up. And she has a video that she has shared on the website or sorry, on our Facebook page of how she fries the whole entire turkey. I, I have never done it because it scares me. I see people like on a ladder lowering the rope, the turkey nope. on a rope into the thing and it bubbles up. It scares yeah. me, but I've had a deep fried turkey and it is so moist and delicious beyond. I've never had one. It's really great. I don't know that I prefer it, but I do love it. I love talking about how you make your turkey. Congratulations to Sarah J on our being our Rasa Peep of the Week. It, make sure you jump in that Facebook group. Just search Rasa Peas on Facebook. It's free to join in group and thousands of people in there saying hi. And so um, go in there and tell us what you're making for Thanksgiving. How do you make your turkey? We want to know. I also want to know what you're all grateful for. Um, We talk about doing our, in every episode with uh, doable, something we can actually do this week. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think uh, in the past, they've been take a walk with a playlist. Uh, This week, I think our doable should be something I do all the time, especially Mm -hmm. when times are absolutely so tough. I say it all the time. You hear me say it. I go to gratitude, to gratitude, go to gratitude. Yep. And it's so appropriate for this time of year. But like when, you know, when you're feeling like you've missed the mark and maybe you're up some pounds, go to gratitude and think about what you did do this week. That's good. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't smoke a pack of cigarettes. <laughs> you didn't mm-hmm. um, drink a, a gallon of, of wine. You didn't something, something you did was a choice for you. That was mm-hmm. good. Um, so go to gratitude or simply if you haven't done anything like go to gratitude that your heart is still beating. You know, I went yeah. to yoga once I went to yoga once and it was during the 
breathe down. Like when I say once, I mean like once. And uh-huh. it was during the breathe, and, and that was a stretch. Huh. But <laughs> during the breathe down, the yogi instructor said, um, when's the last time you thanked your organs? So say thank you, lungs. Thank you. And I started laughing because it was such a ridiculous thing, you know? <laughs> and so I was started laughing with it. I was like, now I'm a jerk. But then I, I thought about it. <laughs> after and that was years ago and I still think about that because mm-hmm. when it, we think about what that's saying when's the last time you just thanked your body for functioning mm-hmm. you know for being well, allowing you to walk to breathe to take a mm-hmm. deep breath to digest food so thank you go to gratitude so you have been you inspired me with that because it really is something you say all the time especially and- when times are tough especially when times are tough. And we've alluded to how times have been tough for me with a divorce and moving all sorts of things. And so when I was going through the hardest time of my life, I started documenting three good things for every day. And some days it would be like, you know, I went to see a movie or I went out to dinner. And some days it would be me uh, just being grateful to have some food in the fridge to have water coming out of my tap to have my children alive and healthy. Like there were some days it was just the basics, but to take a moment and, and think about, Oh my gosh, there's yes, there's war, there's divorce, there, there are trials, but there is so much we can be grateful for our lungs. Yeah. Like, and it shifts your total perspective. So total cheese fest, I understand, but I really have to say this time of year, there's no better doable than mm-hmm. gratitude. I am Love it. so grateful for you, Bethy. Oh, I am I'm grateful so, for you. Thank you. I'm so grateful to um, Amber Estenson at that Midwestern mom for coming on today. And I'm so yeah. grateful for all our Rasa peeps. Truly. This is something we started. We're seeing all of you who are emailing us or posting in the Facebook group or telling your friends, thank you. I see you. I see you. And thanks for joining the fun, right? This mm-hmm. is so fun. Thank you so much, Bethy. Uh, I want to wish everybody a very thing, uh, happy Thanksgiving. You can celebrate. Uh, I don't know where we have listeners all over the world. So, so not everyone celebrates Thanksgiving. So, but do you know what they do celebrate? What? My birthday, which is a day after Thanksgiving. I think it's just a day, a couple of days. God, now I have to cut that part out of the whole show, (laughs) Becky. I don't want anyone to know it's your birthday. Um, Happy birthday, and I love you. Thank you. I love you, too. Yes. Uh, And uh, something else I love is my Nana's potatoes. It is still the best thing I've ever eaten. If you go to rossbees.com, it's hidden there for you. Just click on the knife and the fork. We'll see you next week on another fun, unexpected, crazy (laughs) episode of Hello Recipes. But first, we announced our recipes hotline last week, and this week, you've all got a lot to say. Here's what you need at your Thanksgiving dinner. Oh, it's time to answer the Hello Recipes hotline. If you want to call, our number is 917-791-0355. You can leave us a voicemail, and we might just play it on the show, like we did with these recipes. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Should we talk about that? 
Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord! We get it! They have chemistry! Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.